And the breaking news is a shooting. We don't really know how it happened. I was going to say a shooting spree, but maybe my next guest has uh, more insider information than we've been able to bring you so far. But five, it would seem, innocent people dead, one person shot and sent to the hospital with injuries, and the presumed gunman shot by police when they arrived at the building. This was ha this happened at a condo at 9235 Jane Street, which is near Rutherford Road. It's in Vaughan. Happened around 7.20 last night, at least that's when police got the call, but just a scene of utter panic and mayhem, and uh, now uh, an incredibly depressing and sad and tragic place where this condo building, uh, we don't know necessarily the relationship of the victims to the presumed shooter, nor to each other. But I'm joined by Joe Warmington from the Toronto Sun. He's been working this story ever since the first 911 call went out. Joe, it's good to have you. Good morning. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's very, very difficult, and um, you know, you've done a good job here of trying to piece this together. It's a real mess, and uh, you know, our hearts go out to the uh, people of that building and the families. So, according to the information you've gathered so far, it would seem that the this is about a condo dispute, which are not uncommon, yeah. but they don't usually lead to violence. Yeah, it's, it looks like it was an ongoing one where there was lawyers involved and, and, and the like, and even court orders. We'll have to see as that unfolds. But the a man in his 70s, um, you know, was, had been embroiled in this trouble with the board. And, of course, all these innocent people have died. And, you know, originally we thought that he had broken into some sort of a meeting. But, you know, now we're hearing that he went unit to unit and even was shooting through uh, doors and, and the like of, of that. And so this was, you know, an absolute horrifying uh, nightmare that happened there. And, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see if all the people that were victimized were indeed from the board or, you know, got caught in the crossfire of that. But that was who the, you know, the police believe he was targeting. Do we know anything about the gun that he was using? What kind of gun it was? <clears throat> No, I don't know, but that's going to be obviously another part of the story as, as it unfolds, as Mark Mendelson and Scott Reed talked about. Um, you know, the the politics of this will 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 come up later, but no, I don't know that. But I know that, um, you know, that the, the obviously Chief McSween, who's a great chief out there in the York Region, he couldn't say it because he's got all these victims on his hands. But I'm going to say it. The the York Regional Police Officers are absolute heroes here. I don't care. I don't need to wait for the SIU because I talked to numerous people, they engaged this active shooter and they stopped his killing spree. Uh, we don't know how far it would have gone. And, you know, uh, we'll have to wait and see. That could take months to find out. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to say that because the chief can't say it, but, but I can. And in your own experience reporting on stories like this one, now that the Special Investigations Unit is working the scene, customarily we learn very little for a great long time. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's really, uh, it's not right. Uh, obviously, the SIU has one role, and that is to determine whether or not uh, the police should have taken the guy out. And, of course, we already know that they should have, and they did a great job. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the SIU along with them very well. And they have a job to do, and there's times when they're really needed. This is not one of those times. Uh, and the chief doesn't have to, uh, you know, Mark Mendelson mentioned about the rules that you have to wait until the, you know, the witnesses are investigated by the SAU. It's not the priority for the rest of us. 
we want to find out what happened. And I'll tell you what we do know is that, you know, and they're obviously going through different social media and things like that. This, uh, if it's the person they believe it to be, this man had recorded uh, lots of his grievances on social media and the like. So, you know, it's going to be, they're going to go through hours and hours in this. This is, you know, this is going to involve mental health uh, components to it, John. And, you know, from the victim's point of view, um, you know, obviously they were very concerned about this gentleman. Now, uh, from what I've been told, I don't think that anyone thought it would go to this kind of violence. But there was, you know, and, and from what I've seen, too, he was concerned. And, you know, he had some ravings about things. So this is this is very, very troubling. This is a lot of mental health uh, parts of this, too. Thanks a lot for this. It's good to have you this morning. Good work. Yeah, hearts go out to, to the victims out there. And uh, great job today. Very, very tough for you. I know. I can tell. Joe, thanks. That's Joe Warmington from the Toronto Sun.